0: Hi. So, I've recently done a workshop. It was a, a month-long workshop. And ah, there were lots of things in there, which is good. And it wasn't anything to do with alpacas, as it happens. But there was something that came up that was really relevant. One of many things that came up. But the question was the question I ended up asking was what business are we in? What Business are we in? And you kind of got to get behind the surface things really to to understand, to be really clear what it is. What business are you really in? It's easy to get confused. It's easy to look at something on the surface and not really examine it clearly. So that was my thought. So, what is the point of keeping alpacas for you? What's the change that you're trying to make? My aspiration is that we have confident and fulfilled owners of happy and healthy alpacas. Confident and fulfilled owners of happy and healthy alpacas. It's a great aspiration. (laughs) I know that. It's easy to say the words. It's easy to have that as an aspiration. But what does it actually mean? How can we deliver on that? It's a challenge, isn't it? So, it's useful to have these kind of phrases, these kind of things that bring clarity, but sometimes we need to also step behind that. What's the, the thing that we're really in? What's what's the point of what we're doing? What are we trying to achieve? And it may be that actually it is a different thing. It may be that it's not a business. Maybe for you, it is more of a hobby, more of a, and that's funny, isn't it, that word? It doesn't seem to carry nice connotations. Oh, not really serious. You're really taking it seriously because it's just a hobby. Well, we can have something that is significant for us, but isn't driven by having to be a paying business. And some of those things that we, we do fit into that category. And maybe keeping alpacas is one of those things. And maybe it's a paying hobby. Maybe there are aspects of what we do. That pay, but there are there are other people who really concentrate on trying to make it work as a business. So they will have visitors to the farm, and they'll do farm walks. They'll they'll take the alpacas for walks, and that kind of thing. And to be set up for that, to be geared up for that, to have the animals that are suitable, trained, experienced, so that they can actually deliver that amazing experience to people that's all possible. It's all something that we can do. So one of the things that I've thought about in terms of that for us is that if that's what you're doing, then you can, you can build that and you can get to the point where it's, it is more successful. But if you try to do multiple things, it can be a challenge to, to try and fit everything in, not just in terms of time, but in terms of attention. What is it that you want to be doing is my question, I guess. What is it that you want to be doing? What's the point for you? There is no right answer to that but yours. is what do you want to do? What's your intention? But then you need to be clear that it is what it is and there are things that you have to do in relation to that to make it work. Confident and fulfilled owners of happy and healthy alpacas. Often it can be a bit of lots of different things. But what will you major on? What's the thing you'll give yourself to? Is it the fleece? Is it the growing a herd with good confirmation? It's a breeding herd producing fleece, but it's also a herd that you're going to be selling other animals on. Are you breeding for colour? Are you breeding to, to enter into shows and develop a name for your herd that way? They're all fine. You can do any of that or all of that. But you're going to have to give yourself to doing that. And it's just really asking the question, what is it you want to do? What is it you want to get out of keeping alpacas? I'm very aware that we're on the edge of something economically. There's there's all kinds of stuff that's going the wrong direction. Prices are going up. People will be starting to look at alpacas as a luxury they can't afford it's going to be a challenging time, I think, going forward for for whatever you're involved in, whatever you're doing. But I think, as alpaca owners, it's going to become a challenging time. I think prices of feed's going to go up. I think prices uh, of everything will start to creep up, and we may not be able to find buyers for the services or the experiences or the animals that we're looking to sell. So, it's going to be a challenging time. We just need to be ready to dig deep into our mental and emotional and possibly financial resources. We're going to have to flex and pivot. We're going to have to find ways to manage going forward. So keep in touch with people. Keep in touch with other breeders or their owners. And there's various ways to do that. Just being aware of what's going on and who's doing what is a good thing. And you can be there in the middle of all that mix. So... What business are we in? And I guess that business is a flexible word I was thinking there in terms of not just generating income, but also what is it that we're trying to do? So that's the, the wider context I was thinking of. What is it we're trying to do with our alpacas? There you go. Something to think about. The other thing that's been going on is it's been raining. <laughs> it's been good. I'm enjoying the weather at the moment. The sounds of the alpacas, the sounds they make, and the behaviour, it's, uh, I'm always amazed just how much of that gets transferred genetically. There are some things they learn just by being in the same place and alongside, but they're not all the same. Yeah, I know who your mother is, (laughs) and it's just the same sounds, it's the same behaviour, it's really interesting the way that carries through, genetically, as well as learned behaviour. When I came to feed them today, they they were gathered in the car park. They've taken to waiting. <laughs> They've taken to waiting a bit to make sure that I really am serious about giving them food before they move from their comfortable positions. They they take up. Uh, they, it's not a cue, is it? No, it's not really a cue. But they all arrange themselves in front of the. The long room building, and uh, particularly when there's a bit of sun, it's it's a nice warm spot there, and the concrete slabs get warmed and the walls get warmed. But they they'll gather there anyway, whatever the weather's doing. And today they were they were gathered there, but they were waiting. So I, I ended up sat down and they they, they kind of waited with me <laughs> while I was doing something. I think I was checking something on my phone actually, but uh, it doesn't make a lot of difference. Them. They 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 want proof that the food is coming. So Lily, who doesn't like the flies, she was up on the decking. She hops up there. And she sits up up there, uh, very grand. Millie, the matriarch. Now she likes it by the wall, so she regularly will position herself with the side or or, or her back end up against the wall she, of the building. And I guess it's it's just a bit of warmth, but she likes those spots, and she she tends to be. No, just holds herself slightly diff- distant from the others. But uh, she likes to be near the wall. And then there was Amelia. She she likes to, she likes the windows. Oh, the number of times we have to clean off smudges on the glass from, from the windows of the building down there. Uh, we've got visitors coming in there. You, you know you can't, you can't have a dirty, dirty window. So we have to clean off these smudges where the, the alpacas have been putting their nose against it, having a look, see what's inside. And uh, whatever else they're doing, I'm not quite sure what. Sometimes I'm never quite sure. Amelia's a, a bit like that. She you're never quite sure what she's up to. But she she likes to rub her chin on the on the windowsill. But she also she'll she'll nudge up against the glass and sponge the things there. Uh, her daughter is growing and, and starting to look so much like her. Quite amazing. She's a two-year-old daughter now. And Tabitha, she she ran over, as she always does. She ran over to say hello to me and Touch noses, Megan. Uh, I I leave that for Sue to do that one. She doesn't. Megan doesn't really want to do that with me, but she will come over and she'll say hello to Sue that way. Ellie, she's always the first one. Ellie is is a as everyone. She's she's quite stoic, and she's quite smart, and she will always be the first one to start moving when she thinks. Seriously, the food is coming this time. Then she will take herself over and she's always at the front, ready for the food. (laughs) At the feeding area. So there we go. Anyway, here is the story of the rain. Uh, The other day I got caught. Uh, Yeah, so here's a catch-up with the valley. So it's pretty amazing how much rain stays on the leaves of trees waiting for you to walk underneath them and then the wind blows it all off I didn't think I needed a hat but apparently I did so damp alpacas today on the feeding round fairly happy though they're not cold really just damp oh more rain (laughs) It's not actually red, it's just coming off the trees. There you go, that'll teach me. At least I've got a coat on and my waterproof trousers. So yeah, the boys, uh, little boys, were ready and waiting by the gate. Not undercover, but they could have been. They could have been undercover if they wanted to be. They get fed undercover. So, their choice. And they're okay, they're just damp. And some of the big boys, they were ready and waiting. Howell, as usual, hanging around by his place, down by the fence, where he can look over and see where his girls are. <laughs> He's very possessive about his girls. And then the other boys were inside the field shelter, ready and waiting. So that was good. I managed to fill up some water. The, the, the water tank, we capture the, the rain off the roof and uh, big, heavy duty guttering. Captures the rain and it runs it through and then pipe into the uh, the water tank, which is a one of those square plastic tanks in a aluminium frame. And I can't remember what it had in there, but I think it was probably st- strawberry <laughs> or something. Originally it doesn't taste of strawberries anymore. But uh, that's nice and full now, which is good, and it's not as green looking as it was when the water level went down and down and the sun kept shining and got hotter and hotter then the water turned greener and greener when i was running it out i could see all this green stuff Oh dear, you can't do much about it so it's now running clear and is full to the brim and probably overflowing so the girls have enjoyed being in and having some hay Uh, because there was a break in the rain i managed to wander out and empty the buckets troughs and fed half of them out there. Just makes for a bit more space for all the feeding. I can do them all indoors, but it's slightly more challenging for them all to find suitable space. But uh, they seem to be okay. I didn't get spat at today. Did I tell you about getting spat at by by Millie? No, it wasn't Millie. Millie's most, most likely to spit at me. This one actually was Megan. I took the food up. I went past her. But she was being a bit. Oh, she blocking the path, and she was kind of uh, having a trunter, which is fine. And then, but even more so than normally, and she did have a little spit. Not in my direction. She was facing the other way. But she, it was kind of definitely about me. So I gave her a little tap on the back as I went past. Do you know? I went down and filled up the bucket. As I came back up again, she's now stood in the same place but facing the opposite direction. I think, oh, I'm just not going to look at her. I'm not going to take any notice. I'll just walk past. Or kind of through her, she's not going to block the path and make life difficult for me. I'm just going to demand my my right of of passage. And as I got level with her, because she was standing slightly higher than me on the slope, then as I got in front of her, she she emptied a mouthful of green spit all over the top of my head. <laughs> That'll teach me. Uh, she she was uh, bit of attitude there. A little tap on the back, and she she was making a point. Didn't appreciate that, and, and she's right. I shouldn't have done. It was just difficult not to feel like I was being picked on—is the wrong word, but you know what I mean—that she was having a go at me inappropriately, and I felt a bit aggrieved. And you just can't do that. You've got to—you've got to take the higher, <laughs> the moral high ground, and not react, and uh, don't shout at them. Don't don't chase them around or anything. They're alpacas. You've got to speak alpaca with them, and. Yeah, so that was what was going on, and uh, it dried. But it was, I was glad to have my shower and, and wash my hair again the following morning. So, but she was fine today. So I'd obviously haven't permanently upset her. But Megan's always had a little bit of that. She's 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 kind of she's a big girl as well. Um, she she does stand and she holds her. You know, I'm I'm here. I'm not going to move and uh, she does eventually but you've got to kind of get alongside her more it's a good technique to deliver uh, to to develop rather is the the hip check so when when you need to move a little bit you can just kind of bump them a bit with the your hip against their hip just move them a little bit out of the way it's, don't get over aggressive with that but just a little little nudge then usually you can create a bit of space if you need to if they're all standing around and they're just not in the right way. They've stu- they've given up moving for me now. They, I've got to walk around them. And, uh, most of them, just every now and again, when it's windy, they get flighty when it's windy. And they kind of leap sideways <laughs> at unexpected moments um, to escape from me normally, but sometimes they're in the wrong place and they leaped in my direction inadvertently. So, yeah, just watch out for the windy weather. That's all I say. But, uh, yeah, they're doing okay. So it's another day of happy feeding and they're standing around and grazing and <laughs> somebody over there sat in the rain. But that's a choice again. They can go inside, they really can. And they've been moving around the fields closer to the house today. They've kept close to home. Some were in the stable, but majority were out. And then they came and they sat for a while. It's settled into steady rain for a while. And they came into a mm, slightly more sheltered place, I think. I'm not convinced it certainly wasn't going to stop the rain, but they all settled down in a a group. I think it was slightly less wind where it it was, but it didn't protect them from the rain. But they were happy enough. And then they waited till the rain stopped and then they got up and moved on again. And uh, I'm not sure where they'll end up today. They'll they'll probably be in the the car park. Maybe they'll go back in the the garden paddock. Um, There's a bit of shelter around the trees at the edges. So that's quite a good spot for them. They quite often will go there. And yeah, who else did I see today? Oh, a squirrel, another squirrel. So the little ones are growing taller legs, which is nice to see. And the fleece is coming on eh, for most of them. It's looking, looking good, looking more, more they're just sheared sort of selves receded slightly, so they're looking more like, I, I think I prefer them like this. Have I said that before? I do. I like them at, at all lengths of fleece, but I like it when it's fairly short. And it's just a nice length at the moment. It's about an inch long, inch in a bit. Hopefully it'll, it'll build up enough for the winter. Just looking at it, Hermione again, some of the older girls, and thinking, uh, well, I'm glad I've got those bigger coats that I can get on should the weather turn nasty we have a long spell of wet weather that's got heavy wind with it as well don't want them to get too chilled and yeah oh happy happy girls all settled in their various places so I hope you enjoyed having a little walk in the rain and I shall look forward to seeing you again soon, in the meantime take care, and if you can go spend some time with an alpaca bye for now